The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the DIY Investing Podcast. My name is Trey Henniger and I'm your host. My wife and I recently welcomed our first child into the family, so I'm currently on paternity leave. My primary priority right now is to spend time with the newest member of our family and take care of my wife. Therefore, today's episode will be short and focused. I'll have a few episodes like this over the next month or so where my goal is to impart some investing knowledge in five minutes or less. In today's episode, I want to discuss the cash position in your portfolio. So let's dive right on in. Today's topic came from a Twitter question. Quote, most value investors aren't what you would call market timers, but how do you think of cash strategically in your portfolio? Do you view it as an option on a better future opportunity set or as a potential drag on returns? End quote. That comes from Brian from Twitter. This is to give you a little hint that you can follow me on Twitter and send me your questions and they may be answered on the podcast in the future. The link to my Twitter profile is in the show notes on your podcast player. So do I view cash as an option on a better future opportunity set or as a potential drag on returns? The answer is both. I view cash as both an opportunity on a better future opportunity set and a potential drag on returns. I think they're both true, and the result is that my preferred cash allocation is 0%. You see, I want to be 100% invested in assets that can meet my hurdle rate of return of 10% or greater. Therefore, most of the time, I want to have 100% of my investments in stocks that each stock individually is offering me a return that exceeds my 10% rate of return hurdle rate. Does that mean that I'm always 100% invested in stocks? No. And when I'm not 100% invested in stocks, that money tends to be sitting in cash. And that's fine, but the key point here is that I might have a cash allocation at any one period of time of 5%, 10%, 20%. There's been periods of times where my cash allocation has exceeded 50%. But this hasn't been market timing so much as a temporarily allocation to cash that didn't come about because I saw value in cash. It came about because I thought I should sell one of the stocks that I own, and I was either considering buying another stock or actively buying another stock to replace that position in my portfolio. And there's a key difference here between what I would consider a strategic cash allocation and simply a temporary cash allocation. A temporary cash allocation is cash that is raised due to selling in your portfolio or cash that is raised due to new deposits that are entering your portfolio over time as you're saving money month to month. Either of these reasons will give you new cash in your portfolio. But what I'm not doing 
is strategically allocating a percentage of my portfolio to cash, whether it's 5%, 10%, 20%. Some people have higher percentages, but the most common strategic cash allocations might be 5, 10, or 20% of your portfolio held in cash, waiting for opportunities that better opportunities that might come in the future. And the key reason I don't do this is because I don't want to focus on finding better opportunities in the future if I already have good opportunities today. What it does mean is if I don't have any opportunities, then I will hold some cash, but I would much rather have all of my money invested in stocks because the stocks are going to have a higher rate of return over time than the cash will. So I hold cash if I don't have any good ideas or if I already have too much money invested in the good ideas that are currently in my portfolio. And in order to help prevent myself from holding cash, I concentrate my portfolio so that I need less good ideas. Again, I try and focus on having only five stocks targeting a 20% allocation to each stock. This means that instead of needing 30 good ideas in order to not hold cash, I only need five good ideas to not hold cash. This is difficult, but I think it tends to help me lower my cash allocation. So Dave, so Brian, I hope that answers your question. In summary, I don't hold a strategic cash allocation in my portfolio. This is because I view cash as both an option for a better opportunity set in the future and as a drag on returns. My ideal cash allocation is 0%. As soon as I identify assets that meet my target rate of return, I buy them to eliminate my cash allocation. I'm not going to be waiting for 12% return opportunities when 10% return opportunities are available to me today. So two calls of action today. Again, the first one is focused on how you can help yourself become a better investor. And the second one is how you could consider helping me during this time I'm on paternity leave. First, do you agree with my view on cash not being worthy of a strategic allocation in your portfolio? Whether you agree or not, you should write down and document your view on cash in your asset allocation strategy. This should be a line item in your investment strategy document. And if you don't have a written strategy, either for cash or in general, consider writing and taking the time this week to write out a beginning of an investment strategy document. This outlines what you believe your investing strategy to be and what rules you follow when making your investments. If you don't have a written strategy, you're likely to make subpar decisions leading to, because you probably won't have a coherent strategy at all. Second, it is my hope that taking some paternity leave for my new baby won't threaten the success of this podcast. How you can help me. If you've subscribed to the podcast and have been enjoying my content on it, consider also subscribing to my YouTube channel. I have a YouTube channel and you can find it at diyinvesting.org YouTube or through the link in the show notes. And one of my goals this year is to publish short investing videos to my YouTube channel in addition to my weekly podcast episodes. Right now, most of my YouTube videos are simply podcast episodes. But if I can grow my amount of subscribers on YouTube, that would be a greater encouragement for me to produce additional YouTube videos this year. Again, the link to my YouTube channel is in the show notes, and you can go to DIYinvesting.org slash YouTube to subscribe. Thank you for listening to this podcast, and until next time, stop paying fees, start building wealth. The DIY Investing Podcast is presented for general informational and entertainment purposes only. 
I have not considered your specific situation or risk profile, and I have not provided investment advice. The information presented on the DIY Investing Podcast should not be construed as investment advice. The views and opinions expressed on the DIY Investing Podcast are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the show's host or sponsors. DIY Investing, its producers, sponsors, and host, Trey Henniger, shall not be liable for losses resulting from investment decisions based upon information or viewpoints presented on the DIY Investing Podcast.